This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. The Senate just passed the budget for President Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion COVID-19 aid package. So let's discuss what's in it and what's next. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. With me to break it all down is Oscar Gonzalez. Welcome, Oscar. Hey, I'm glad to be back. So the Senate passed the budget for this package, and it's a big milestone. But if you could talk a little bit about what that means exactly, because it's not necessarily that they passed this package, uh, but it is a key procedural step here. Talk a little bit about that. Right. So what happened uh, earlier in the week is that the House and the Senate Democrats passed budget resolutions. Uh, well, the resolution to do a resolution. Basically, these budget resolutions is the process uh, where the committees, in this case, the Senate Budget Committee uh, that's uh, run by Bernie Sanders, they look at, uh, they, they go through the budgets and they increase and decrease spending, uh, the debt. And the idea is that you get, basically you get what you want out of a bill in through this re- reconciliation just by fiddling with the numbers of the budget. And it's a first step process to, in this case, pass Biden's $1.9 trillion stimulus package uh, that uh, they uh, that he's been wanting to get since he's been in office. Right. So let's let's break it down. What what exactly is in this package? So the one point nine trillion uh, package. Yeah, it's American Rescue Plan. It has a lot of the improvements over the uh, the CARES Act plan that was passed almost this time last year. Uh, last March, when the pandemic started. Uh, Obviously, the big one that everybody is interested in is the stimulus uh, checks. This is going to be a $1,400 stimulus check instead of $600 or $1,200 like the previous ones, but it's not the big 2001 uh, that's, well, that they that the Democrats were talking about in recent months. Uh, then uh, there's also increased uh, in unemployment aid. The there's a weekly uh, bonus check that gets sent to unemployed workers. That's going to be increased to four hundred dollars, and it's going to last until the end of September. Right now, it's only lasting until mid March for three hundred dollars. Then a variety of other uh, extra provisions for rental assistance, uh, the eviction moratorium, uh, and uh, aid for the uh, states and local governments, more money for uh, child tax credits, and also uh, more money for vaccines. Right. As I understand it, a lot of the funding will go towards setting up distribution centers, supporting uh, folks who are actually running these vaccination centers and really just sort of getting more of the infrastructure built out for deploying more vaccines to more people, which is, I'm sure, something we all want to see. Uh, now, let's let's talk a little bit. Let's get a little wonky because this was a, like you said, sort of a procedural move. It was sort of a, a way to get kickoff 
this budget reconciliation process. Uh, what happens next? Because it's the Senate's passed this. Now, where does it go to the House? And then after that, like, well, ultimately, what, what happens with budget reconciliation? So right now with budget reconciliation, it's passed the Senate. They did a uh, they did what's called a votorama, where the committee uh, had 500 or so amendments to go through. And the committee had to go through all those amendments, vote on each one of them. And then it wasn't until right around 5, 5 a.m. Uh, this Friday morning that when that resolution was passed, was, uh, Finally got a committee, it passed the Senate on on uh, party lines. So now that's going to go to the House. Now the House committees, they're going to take the, budget, the, the Senate's budget resolution. They're going to fiddle with the budget numbers uh, in committees. Then it's going to be created. They're going to go about creating the legislation. It's going to pass. Well, hopefully it's going to pass through the House. And then that gets, go, that gets sent to the Senate for a vote. And then... Here we have, uh, well, uh, President Biden signing on it after all said and done. Got it. And, and in terms of the, the time frame, like what, what are we expecting? How long is this process supposed to go till we get to the point where President Biden actually signs this into law? So uh, House Speaker Pelosi sent out an email uh, earlier today, on Friday, to colleagues saying that they're going to work on it. Uh, but they're looking at it getting passed sometime at the end of the month. Uh, I don't know if that's uh, if it's going to be in, if there's any way to make it any faster. But it seems like the time frame is that to have this in front of Biden for him to sign before a lot of the aid that was uh, originally passed back in December, that the, the unemployment aid that I was talking about, uh, before that expires in mid-March. So that's the idea, is that at the beginning of March, they sign this, and all the rest of the stimulus aid keeps going without uh, any, sort of, uh, any sort of delay. Got it. So the, the idea is that there is a bit of a clock, and that clock is when those benefits from the, the last package expire, essentially. Uh, I'm curious how the, the vote went, because it was it, it seemed you sort of said it kind of voted against party lines. And it, if that's what you're expecting, that the House vote to look like as well. Right. So it, it was party lines. Uh, Kamala, uh, Vice President Kamala Harris uh, was the tie-breaking vote. So it was a uh, 51-50. And uh, the and it's expected the same uh, in the House. Democrats control the House, so it should be making its way through there. Uh, so it, it's seemingly this will go through all the steps in the process uh, to to get passed by the Democrats. And what are some of the objections that the Republicans have expressed about this package? The uh, the big objection with Republicans, they keep talking about that the the package is, is not targeted. Um, that's kind of a coded language of saying it's too much money. Uh, one of the big one of the big fights, and that actually Republicans sort of got their way on, uh, was the stimulus checks. So the stimulus checks, there were. Technically, some people that were making 
uh, not high six figures, but about two to three hundred thousand that could technically qualify for a stimulus check. So Republicans were very adamant that we need to to uh, take that down to make sure that it's only going to people we need. And that wasn't one of the amendments, one of the 500 amendments that did get approved. So it's going to be very targeted in that it's not going to go to it. it they're, they're shooting for that. It goes to people that were making $50,000 or less. Uh, so that is one of those aspects that they're targeting. But it, again, the, the targeting language is very, is very specific to where they just think that it's still too much money. And the amendments that they tried to pass uh, with the Votorama were very, it was 500 amendments. So it was a ton of different things. It was uh, amendment on the pipeline. <laughs> there was a uh, there was an amendment that says no money should be going to states that had a large number of uh, COVID deaths in nursing homes. Uh, there was uh, other amendments that were just this person can't get money, that person can't get money. It's very all the, uh, there there was very uh, a lot of uh, thrown in there amendments that a lot were were. Uh, defeated uh, by, again, party lines. Uh, one interesting one was regarding the uh, $15 minimum wage. That's something that they were proposing, and uh, it has, it's part of the $1.9 trillion plan. The minimum wage, they did get an amendment in there that says the minimum wage can't go up during the pandemic, and that was... Uh, surprisingly, uh, uh, very uh, supported by the Democrats, including Bernie Sanders, who said, of course, I don't want the wages to go up during the pandemic. Uh, so that's going to be put in there as well as one of the amendments. So, yes, the Republicans are very, we're very trying in to say we want this targeted because we think it's too much. Got it. Well, that's a lot. I mean, obviously, 500 amendments that this this is adding to an already complicated process. Oscar, thank you for shedding some light on this. You can read all of our COVID-19 and stimulus coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to cnet.co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and rate the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.